Hello and welcome to Biblical Breadcrumbs. In this episode, we'll be in Matthew chapter 24, starting in verse 1, just going through verse 3, um, just looking at the brief introduction to this section and to this chapter, the uh, second chapter inside of Jesus's last sermon, right? That, that last sermon takes up chapters 23 through 25, approximately, um, and it's all on the theme of kind of stuff ending and stuff finishing up. And, and so Jesus has just finished with the Pharisees. He's finished them off. Uh, and all those condemnations we just looked at the last three weeks we spent in uh, chapter 23. And at the end of that, at the end of that chapter, in uh, chapter 23 in verse like 37, 38, 39, what he ends up saying is it's we're done with Jerusalem now because Jerusalem is a bunch of murderers and hypocrites who... Uh, kill all of God's people and keep everybody else alive and I wanted to save them they didn't want saving so we're leaving them and we're done with them we're going to leave that area desolate and we're going to move on to something else and that's where he ended off in the end of chapter 23 not a very encouraging message perhaps um, but it's okay because the disciples don't really understand it we see that in chapter 24 and so let's start reading in Matthew 24, starting in verse 1. As Jesus left and was going out of the temple, his disciples came up and called his attention to its buildings. And he replied to them, Do you see all these things? Truly I tell you, not one stone will be left here on another that will not be thrown down. While he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples approached him privately and said, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what is the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? So Jesus is in the temple, right? He's He's been standing in the temple from chapter 21, really. Uh, chapter 21, verse 23, he walks in the temple. And at the end of chapter 23, he walks out of it. That He's been in the temple this whole time. Half of chapter 21, the entirety of chapters 22 and 23... And now he finally leaves to go somewhere else. And as he leaves the temple, his disciples walk up and they point him to its buildings. Uh, they're talking about the temple compounds, not just the, the one building that is the temple itself. It's this big uh, plateau area on top of the mountain where there's a temple and then there's also a bunch of other fancy buildings all around it. I mean, this was Herod the Great's temple. This was the temple um, that King Herod built to ingratiate himself to the Jews. And so it's very, very fancy and it's very uh, pretty and beautiful and all sorts of things. And the disciples are just kind of pointing Jesus to those buildings. I'm not exactly sure why they don't specify here. Matthew doesn't specify, but um, presumably it's because they are very fancy. They are very well put together, and this is this is a great sign of what Judaism is. Yeah, sure, the ruling people, the uh, the Pharisees, might not be the greatest, but at least the buildings are nice, and at least the temples here. And when we get rid of the Pharisees, we'll still have the temple to go back to. And Jesus just looks at them and says do do you not get it <laughs> do, do you do you see this i'm getting rid of all of it i'm not leaving the buildings behind and getting rid of the people i'm not pulling out the pharisees and leaving the rest of the jews and all of their sacrifices and temple and stuff no i'm getting rid of all of it i'm scrapping it because i don't need it anymore it judaism 
ultimately is Judaism was the vehicle to bring about the Messiah and to have the people accept him. And the Jews decided to reject that calling and ignore what the point of Judaism was. And so God no longer has a use for Judaism because it was this in-between step between um, no law and having Christ come. They missed the point of Judaism, and so God doesn't need it anymore. He's going to get rid of it, and he's going to get rid of the temple along with everything else. So yeah, not one stone of the buildings is going to be left. It sure might be nice, it might be fancy, but it ultimately doesn't matter. Um, so stop caring so much about it, honestly. Imagine. And then you see verse 3, which is a really abrupt cut off from verse 2 right in the end of verse 2 he's speaking and then suddenly he's just sitting on the mount of olives in verse 3 and the camera's following the disciples as they walk up to him it's like jesus just said look i'm getting rid of all of it and then he just walks off from the temple and the disciples are just standing there and they're just confused about all of it and then they find him later on a mountain, and they go up to him. Now, this is the Mount of Olives. It's right outside the city. I think it's, uh, I forget the exact measurement. I think it's like two and a half miles outside of the city of Jerusalem, but it's looking right down on the city. It's in that area. It, it's immediately right there. And so they walk out to this mountain where Jesus is sitting, contemplating the city. And they ask him, when is this going to happen? Which, granted, is a big step up for a lot of the disciples. Because previously, a lot of what we've seen is Jesus says, uh, I'm going to die, and Peter says, no, you won't. And Jesus says, you don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I will, but there's a disagreement there, as the disciple has tried to correct him. Um, there, there have been a couple of instances like this, and now we're finally here getting towards the end of the gospel, and even though the disciples initially had a bad take that the temple was going to be fine, they've come around on that, and they say, okay, Jesus, we know you're right, so when is this going to happen? And this starts to get really complicated. Matthew 24 is a... Is a famous, I mean relatively famous chapter for being rather confusing because it talks about maybe the end of the world, but also maybe not, and people can't quite seem to agree on exactly what it means. Uh, some people think it's the end of Jerusalem, like Jesus has just been talking about. Some people think it's the end of the world. Um, maybe it's both. Maybe it's neither. And, and there's the matter of the disciples' question, tell us, when will these things happen, and what is the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Okay, are those three the same things? Are they three different things? Are they two different things? Is it, the, are these things happening? Is that the end of the age? Is that the same thing? Does the sign of your coming indicate when the things are going to happen? Or does the sign of your coming indicate the end of the age? Or are those both the same things, or does the sign of your coming indicate both? Yeah. There are questions about this passage that a lot of people have, and a lot of people can't seem to agree on them. Um, and, and people will take this this chapter, this next chapter that we're going to get into, um, and they'll look at it, and they'll have a bunch of disagreements about a bunch of different little specific things as they try to apply these specific things to all of them to figure out the exact end of the world and such. And I just really don't think it's there. <laughs> 
I don't think God's given us enough to know what the end of the world's going to look like. I don't think God's given us enough specifics. And even if he has, I'm not going to be able to figure it out with enough confidence to be able to display it to you as a teaching. And even if I do display it to you, it's not like you're going to see all that much of it. Um, because this is what Jesus goes on to talk about is pretty typical human stuff that just happens as we're going to see in the next couple of weeks. So all that being said, there are a lot of questions about this section and I'm really not going to go into them all that much. I think a surface level view is much, much more effective and much better because ultimately, whether this is about AD 70 and the destruction of Jerusalem as Rome comes in to conquer them, whether it's about the messianic age that, that theoretically comes in and the, the rapture and all that that people try to um, read into this passage. I don't believe that, but, but some people read that in. Maybe it is there. Um, maybe this is about final judgment and, and everything, the end of the world and all that coming. Maybe so. But at the end of the day, what God is calling for is for us to be faithful and for us to be ready. <laughs> no matter what, no matter the instance, it's all about being faithful and being ready. The disciples are questioning this in verse 3. When is this stuff going to happen? When do we need to be ready for this? And Jesus is essentially going to say, you need to be ready. It doesn't matter when. I, I don't need to give you an exact day of the year for you to be ready. I don't need to give you a year or a millennia or, or, or whatever time. All you need to do is always be ready. And if you're always ready, then you're never going to be caught off guard. That's the message. I'm going to keep trying to come back to it throughout Matthew 24, because I think if you have that in your mind, then it's a lot easier to make sense of the rest of the passage, and maybe we'll, we will skip some specifics. Maybe I'll bring up some questions that I don't exactly know what to do with. Um, but at the end of the day, that's the overarching message, and hopefully that's what we take away from it. So that's kind of just a, a, a teaser for next week as we start getting into this text and, and as we spend probably several weeks going through this. Not exactly sure how that's going to break down yet, uh, but as we go through October, we'll be starting into some of Matthew 24 and all of the wonderful things and exciting things that we find there. Thanks for listening. Hope that's uh, exciting for you. It's not super instructive, but it's setting up where we're going and so it's kind of important to say all that stuff beforehand uh, hopefully that's helpful for you as we start getting in this frame of mind to look forward to this next chapter and hopefully you'll stay tuned to uh, see what's coming and hopefully have some good discussion throughout this chapter all right thanks for listening hope you enjoyed and i'll see you on the next episode of biblical breadcrumbs <laughs>